1: Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Jay Kokorowski. This is podcast episode number two this week. I hope you guys are enjoying it. You guys will enjoy this. Uh, I teased it a couple days ago. Actually, it was last night. I teased it saying we we're going to have another special edition, and uh, we have a former Badger coming on a little bit later. Uh, I will tease that. That's Derek Tyndall, former Wisconsin cornerback. And I teased that we are going to have a future Wisconsin Badger, right? Well, we got new 2018 commit point guard ty strickland on the phone ty how are you doing and how's the past 24 to 36 hours been for you
2: i'm doing good uh it's it's been exciting you know i'm glad to get this process over and uh you know get ready to get to madison soon.
1: yeah i'm you know what i know that you visited wisconsin a couple weekends ago you visited Rutgers. Last weekend, what made you decide to lock down your recruiting process and, and commit to Wisconsin? Uh, you know, yesterday afternoon.
2: You know, um, I went on the visit to Wisconsin and I loved it. You know, I fell in love with the city, the program. And, you know, I decided that you know it made no sense to keep on waiting and you know entertaining these other schools. When, you know, after I took the Rutgers visit, I realized what I really wanted. So you know, I decided I might as well go ahead, commit, and you know, get it done.
1: And with, with that tie too, what what stood out to you on your visit when it when it came to that? I, I from what I read, I think from, from reports, uh, yeah, I think it was Badger Blitz or, or Badger 24/7 had reported that you were saying that uh, you know I think it was Brad Davison was was it was uh, the person that you know you kind of had your yeah, visit with. Yeah, he was my with. host. He was
2: your host, yes, and sir. and
1: how did you know? What was the experience like for you that stood out so much?
2: You know, it, it honestly just felt like home. You know, I, I grew up in Kentucky, Lexington and you know that's a college college town college city (laughs) yeah so you know getting back getting to madison you know it reminded me a lot of it you know a lot nicer actually so you know when i got there it felt like i was back in lexington and that i really enjoyed that
1: and you know when you made that commitment you know uh when was it exactly yesterday and who did you call and what was their reaction
2: um, you know, I, I called Coach Moore first because Coach Guard was actually in San Antonio, and he was like on a horseback ranch or something like that. And I called <laughs> Coach Moore. Yeah, I called Coach Moore, and he he was ecstatic. He he told me you're gonna make a lot of people's day today. And then uh, after, I think after like you know maybe two two three hours, Coach Guard called me back. And he said, "Ty, I hope this is good news." You know, I. <laughs> and I let him know, and he, and he said, I need to go horseback riding a lot more often. I told, him, I told him, yes, sir, I'm, I'm ready to get started. I wish I could get up there immediately. And uh,
1: we're here with Ty Strickland, Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, verbal commitment, uh, you will be signing, was it April 11th, around that time, during that that uh, the second signing period then? Yes, sir. And... You know, you saw a few Badgers, by the way, tweet back uh, to you. You know, you saw Brad Davis, I think I saw Demetric Trice, Khalil Iverson, uh, I believe Nate Reavers as well. Uh, what did that mean to you seeing some of those former Badgers, uh, you know, congratulate you and welcome to the, to, to their
2: family? You know, it, it just shows that, you know, the Wisconsin uh, program is a family. You know, those guys take care of each other. You know, they, they always come back and root for the team. And, you know, that that's pretty big that the fan base is, that they through the thick and thin, even though they didn't make the tournament, you know, they they supported. They still came out to the games. They still supported. You know, that that's, that's a good feeling.
1: And you know, it's uh, you know, when it comes to how Wisconsin plans to to use you in in their lineup, how what did they tell you about what what they plan on uh, utilizing you and developing uh, you and and utilizing your strengths of the game?
2: Uh, you know, they they just told me, you know, I'm I'm a pure point guard, and they just want me to come in. Do what I do. Nothing special, you know. Nothing different. And you know, they're going to help me get better. And they're going they're to throw me in the thickest things immediately. You know, they said I'll, I'll I'll work for minutes. I'll work my way up the chart. and I'll, I'm excited to do it.
1: And uh, what what do you think you bring to to Wisconsin, to Madison, and to that men's basketball program? What what stands out uh, from your opinion of yourself uh, that you can bring, and then you know, hopefully contribute next
2: year. Um, you know, I, I can definitely do everything. You know, I can rebound, I can uh, make passes, make plays for other people, and then also I can um, I can defend even the best players. You know, we, there's some great point guards in the Big Ten, Carson Edwards, you know, the, the guys like that, and you know, for me to be able to pick them up 94 feet and play them the entire time, that that's pretty big. And
1: we're here with Ty Strickland, point guard, Wisconsin Badgers commit here on Bucky's fifth podcast and. You know, we just to make sure you know we've seen the list on the recruiting websites on the recruiting services but just to confirm you know what schools uh, you know offered you uh, the scholarship opportunities
2: um, I, it was Boston College Tennessee Tech Austin P Minnesota um, Rutgers of course DePaul and um, yeah I think I think that was all of them so you know I, I I had a couple good options but you know I felt like Wisconsin was definitely the best
1: and, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, I know that your recruiting process started, or not didn't start late, but maybe the the interest picked up late. Do you feel like you have a chip on your shoulder at all, or are you just going to go in absolutely. there? Can, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, yes, sir. And uh, when, when did you start seeing the process pick up for you? When Was there a, a moment in, in your recruiting process where then teams started picking up that interest more, or, or did it just come more naturally?
2: I think it was definitely you know the Pinellas County uh, championship. You know we we were I think the second ranked team in the county, and we we went to, we went up against the second or the first ranked team in the Pinellas County championship. I think I ended up with 35 points, 11 rebounds, and 12 assists, and that definitely you know that 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 opened eyes. You know for me to get a triple double in a game like that, you know people had no choice but to finally you know get some eyes on me, and when they did, then I just did what I did. If I'm not mistaken,
1: too, you you paired, uh, you were at Saint Petersburg this year. If I'm not mistaken, and, uh, what did, uh, who did you team up with, and like who are some of your teammates that you've teamed up with, uh, you know, down down
2: in Florida? Um, I, I played with Kevin Knox for a couple of years, and then this year I played with Sorrell Smith, who uh, he was committed to Ole Miss, but he decommitted. I'm not not sure what he's gonna do now, but you know, I have played with some pretty good guys.
1: And how is it? You know, also, too, Ty, you're. You know your father. You know Rod played in the NBA for so many years. You know how did how was he a good influence on you through this process? Either you know just navigating through visits or you know just working on uh, your play. How has he helped you both on and off the court?
2: Uh, You know he's definitely just told me to stay patient in the recruiting process. You know I I wasn't like highly recruited. I, I I'm just now really growing into my body. I've grown. I think maybe almost a foot since i entered into high school so i'm really still growing into my body and then this this year you know that athleticism showed i got my athleticism and you know i showed a bunch of new things that uh people had never seen before
1: i'm here with ty strickland here on bucky's fifth podcast and uh, really happy to have Ty on. Now, we, we do this you know, with, on football. We've interviewed the likes of, of Hayden Rucci and Nolan Gruel and uh, Julius Davis, uh, you know, and also uh, Bryson Schaaf, who were the class of 2019 verbal commits for the football program. So we've done something with them. Uh, I'm going to kind of basically do the same thing, too. It's called Getting to Know Your Future Badger. So we're going to get hopefully get to know Ty. I'm going to have about four questions here. Nothing crazy, my friend. Uh, but first off, leading off, your favorite workout song?
2: Oh, man, that's tough. You put me on the spot there. <laughs> ah, I got to think about that one. Yeah, it's definitely probably either a Drake song or maybe uh, J. Cole, something around there.
1: Now, you live in Florida. Uh, we talked before we started recording. I lived in Florida for a few years uh, in my
2: teenage years.
1: What's the best thing about living in Florida?
2: Definitely the weather. You know, it, it's warm all the time. It, it rains a lot, but even when it rains, it doesn't rain for long. And then you know you go right back outside. The beaches are 20, 30 minutes away, so it's everything's very convenient.
1: Now I've talked to a few commits, and I know the big thing right now is Fortnite. Are you a video game player? Absolutely. Oh, I, I love is it Fortnite? Video games. Is it yeah, Fortnite? Yeah, or... I play
2: Fortnite all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not the. I'm not the best, but I play.
1: And then, uh, f- final question, uh, who's the guard that you emulate your play after? Uh, is there a, you know, NBA player or college player that you would like to emulate your game after?
2: Um, you know, It's not one single player. I kind of take bits and pieces from everyone. I really like Mike Conley because he's just so solid. and You know what you're going to get out of him night in and night out. You know, that, that's, that's pretty good. You know, he, that's why he was, at one point, the most highest-paid player in the NBA. And then uh, I take a lot from John Wall too. To, you know, guys like that, I, I like to take bits and pieces from and use them. Now,
1: if I'm not mistaken, didn't you, didn't John Wall, re, you know, retweet the the offer to Wisconsin back then? If I'm not mistaken. Yep, Yep. Like, what, what's the it's relationship a... with that, by the way? Are, do you guys just know each other through your, your your father, or how did that work?
2: Yeah, my dad uh, coached him at Kentucky, and you know, we 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 got a pretty good relationship after that. He still uh, reaches out to me every now and then. He he before the night before, or no, the day of I committed to Wisconsin. He he called me and I asked you know his opinion on things and he told me you know that's a so that's a solid program, you know you know what you're gonna get from them. So you know that that was pretty big for me.
1: Did, did he make any mention of the that fi, you know Final Four win against Kentucky the 38 and one at all about that? There was no reservations from him about you going to Wisconsin the team that beat the. Uh, Nothing like that? No,
2: no, no. <laughs> I, I, I definitely talked to some Kentucky people who were like, man, they, they beat us in the Final Four. And I was like, well, we did beat them the year before. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like they got their revenge. Yeah,
1: um, awesome, awesome. Uh, the My last question for you, so what's next uh, for you? Before you come up here, you said you're going to come up here during the summer, right? Uh, what's the... Uh, are you just gonna? Are you, are you doing anything else? Just working out, or, or what are those plans un- until you get to Madison?
2: Uh, you know, I'll just be home working out. You know, I, I'm gonna play some all star games around like around this area, you know, Hillsboro, Pinellas County, those kind of all star games, and that's nothing nothing too big. You know, just working out, getting better, and getting ready for college.
1: Ty, it's been great having you on, man. Uh, I'll see you up there when I'm covering the team uh, coming up this upcoming season. Uh, and enjoy the uh, the rest of the nice warm weather in Florida, as uh, I'm yes, jealous sir. of that. And uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Guys, that was Ty Strickland. We're going to be right back, coming back. Another Florida connection. This is a Florida Gulf Coast. Oh, not Gulf Coast, I would say, but since Derek Tindall's from Fort Lauderdale. But this is a Florida-based edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Jay Kokorowski here, and uh, you know, just a couple minutes ago, or for me at least, but it'll be a few seconds for you guys on the on this podcast. Uh, this is our Sunshine State edition, our special edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. This week, we talked just a second ago with Ty Strickland, the new 2018 verbal commit for the Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team, and now uh, we are talking with you guys, teammates known as DT. I know him as the amazing Tyndall, based on our Bucky's Fifth Quarter article back in November. We got Derek Tyndall on the phone, cornerback, now headed into the NFL. And Derek, how you doing, and, and how's life treating you nowadays?
0: I'm doing good, great, Jake, man. I'm just up in Madison, ground in of Taking one day at a time, playing Fortnite, man.
1: <laughs> and when it comes to we'll talk about Fortnite in just a little bit but you know train wise uh how, how's training been for you and and you know where have you been training for you know pro day was a few weeks ago you know where have you been training for that and and what have you been doing beyond that too
0: man well i was training down in boca time with tony and tony at uh, xd sports man shout out to them. you know they helped me a lot to keep. Great care of my body, man, because I was feeling like, terrible after the UM game. You know, they healed me up great, you know, and I can't wait to get back down there and start back training with them.
1: And then, and then you're back up here in Madison, too. Are you still training, too, when it comes to, like, you know, I know Russ, uh, Coach Kalaji also has that ability where, you know, he's he, he trained some players during the, if I'm not mistaken, last year and, and has helped out with, with Pro Day and, and Draft Prep, too. Has he been helping you, too?
0: Um, you know, I go to Coach K then when I need scratches and get material, more equipment, things. But it was busy, like spring ball a lot. So I've just been doing things with Nick Nelson, the trail, you know, Joe Perry, Luber. all of the going out there in the field, getting some work and stuff. So been only mostly on my own up here.
1: I was going to say, I, I, I'm seeing, like, the Instagram photos and the stories. I see are, are, bunch, are a lot of the Badgers that are, you know, the, the senior class that – You know, help the winning this class, the first, you know, undefeated regular season. Are you guys still all really in Madison for the most part from what
0: it looks like? For the most part, I've seen a couple of people. I've seen Leon, Chief Quaigley, I think Sid's still here. I think for the most part, most of our seniors are still here.
1: Yeah, we're here with Derek Tyndall here on Bucky's fifth podcast. You know, on Pro Day, you know, how do you feel you performed? Because you know, you ran a four five two forty, you know, same as Nick Nelson, who ran at the combine, and you know, your four five two is better than the likes of you know Central Florida's Mike Hughes and Iowa's Josh Jackson. Your your four point one three second sh- shuttle, uh, you know, and your you know was was very good as well, along with you know the your vertical jump and your broad jump. You know, they all tested it out pretty well. Like, how do you feel your Pro Day performance went?
0: And pro day, I feel it went well. Not what I expected. I was to put on better numbers because I was putting a better numbers. But couldn't be bad, you know, just one of those days. I was pretty, you know, I was I was good. You know, my girlfriend told me I did good, so I felt all right. But, you know, she always going to tell you do good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, um, I'm all right with it, man. I had good numbers. You know, I was able to jump up there and, you no, know, get a high verdict and all that. So I'm I'm all right. I feel
1: good about this. And when it comes to you know, you, you how's the support system been for you? Your family, but also, like I said, you just meant you were working out with the likes of, of Nick Nelson and Luburn and Joe and, and and Natrell uh Jamerson, like how how are you guys kinda of bonding together and going through this process
0: together? Oh yeah, man, we've been sticking together good. You know, we all been going out together just you know, keeping close because we know all understand the process right now. You know, all of us, make sure we hit the field together because nobody really understands like we going to understand. So we just get together, man, and make sure we stay close. You know, uh, shout out to Lynn and my brothers. They I hit hate, hate their phone up when they need me. When they need me, they hit my phone up. So, you know, the process been making us a lot closer, too.
1: And when it comes to, uh, are you planning on traveling a lot? Of any any team visits you have going on, or any other you know private workouts that that, that are coming up for you, uh, for for you for you know heading up to the NFL draft?
0: Um, I don't have none uh, scheduled yet, but I'm gonna talk to my agent and see what the teams are talking about. I'm just waiting for them waiting for the call, man.
1: Understandable.
0: And then, you know,
1: I mean, you've you're, you're still in here, in Madison. Like in, at times, and I mean and you know this firsthand too when it comes to, you know, the, the next generation of cornerbacks, you know, you and Nick are now headed to the NFL to pursue your dreams of, prof- you know, playing professionally. And then, but, you know, you have Dante Carrier-Williams who, you know, who's been out for most of the spring uh, early on with an injury, but what, you know, what should Wisconsin fans expect out of the likes of, of, of Dante and, and Madison Cone, Feon Hicks, Caesar Williams, and Dante Burton? I mean, I've had to see, I've gotten to see them you know, during the first, uh, you know, four practices or so of, of spring ball. But, uh, you know, from your perspective, you know, what, who, you know, who and, and what should Wisconsin fans be on the lookout for uh, with this, you know, this cornerbacks group next
0: year? Hey, man. Like the trail said, man, Wisconsin, new DBU, we're going to keep them coming. All right, we got Dante Carrier Williams, man. You already know what he's going to do. He put on last season. He was locking every receiver up. Then got Fayon hits. He's coming from, you know, he, he be, he's breathing in tune with me from Florida, Jake. So, he's going to go out on the field. He's going to make plays. Then you got Madison Cohn going to come on the field, make plays. You got Caesar Williams going to come on the field, make plays. Then you got Deron Hall, who switched the corner. I don't know if I said that last time, but Deron switched the corner. He's going to make plays. So, man, if we. We just started a trend, and you know, it started with Soldier and me, and then with Nick and me, and then not after they turn, and they're going to take over and continue the trend, especially down to Coach Limit, man. He's a great mind, great person. It's going to be, they're going to do big things.
1: And, you know, the big thing, too, you know, you, you and I have talked about this. We talked about it. For those that don't know, like, I, I've had a chance to got get got to know Derek. A lot uh during this last senior season and not just talking about uh, you know opponent matchups where you know every you think it was wednesday or wednesday or, yeah it was every wednesday uh morning that i'd basically go in and you know for defense and and derrick was one of the people that i'd normally talk to uh it would talk about some football but then you know why i wanted him on the show really besides talking about how, what he's doing nowadays in preparation for the nfl i wanted to talk to him about Uh, one of our subjects that we both uh, have in common that we both like it's comic book movies and comic books and you know i mean can we talk about the avengers trailer that just came out like a couple days like a week ago it was i mean a week or 10 days ago it was phenomenal
0: lit yeah man that was a great
1: that was a great trailer (laughs) what are you most excited for for this for, for this movie
0: Man, really, I'm excited to see just another movie of a bunch of superhero characters lined up to fight against something. <laughs> you know, I'm excited to see Spider-Man go to work because you know that's my favorite character. You know, I hope, <laughs> I love his background story. You know, then after the Black Black Panther movie, I want to see him on, on film again. I got to with all with his home and look true to Wakanda, man It's just i'm just excited to see the movie
1: yeah and i mean before we even get to like talking about like uh about black panther feel free to tell the friend tell the fans here you know on, on bucky's fifth podcast and, and you told me about it but what exactly is in uh i remember you know i saw the video your your room uh what is, is your room still filled with those comic book posters and what is what's still in there
0: Well, they still all, they still all on the wall. I got my whole Avengers team over here. So, first of all, I'm going to back it up to my whole Marvel poster over here. (laughs) I got all the Marvel characters with Spider Man, from X-Men, everywhere. And then I got my Hulk poster right here. I got my Injustice poster, Injustice 1 and 2, because I play both video games, read the comments. And then I got my Joker poster because he's one of the best villains ever created. So I got a lot more, man. We'll be over here talking for about 30 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's
1: awesome. Uh, we're here with Derek Tyndall here on Bucky's fifth podcast. And, you know, you talk about Black Panther. I had a chance to see it opening weekend weekend. I thought it was phenomenal uh you know the soundtrack phenomenal and you know it's uh even our our, young, our oldest boy has uh one the the spaceship uh the lego spaceship we built that on saturday night uh and, and he's a big black panther fan just you know in terms of uh you know what did you think about the movie because i haven't had a chance to talk to you about it since the movie was released because we talked about thor uh back in the fall but uh it just to me, another you know, a great movie, uh, an amazing movie, and another long line of, of strong movies from Marvel with Thor and Spider Man Homecoming, you know, most recently.
0: Yeah. Man, what Marvel is doing is putting on a clinic tape of what you should do if you write superheroes. <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing about Black Panther is it gave you everything from comedy to the right drama, and it, it, uh, and it all came at the perfect time. No, I ain't no movie critic, but I, you know, I'm a pretty good judge on movies. And that and Garden of the Galaxy are my top two Marvel movies. Oh, so, I, you know, but okay, so Spider-Man. Yeah, so my uh, list has changed.
1: Okay, let's list. Like, if you guys didn't see the Bucky's fifth quarter article back in, uh, back in late November, I think it's right. The, I think it was published right before the Minnesota game. The what is your new top five then? Because I had a top five for you back then from what you named. Uh, what's what's your new top five for comic book
0: movies? So Black Panther at top. Then I'm going to go with... Hmm. After Black Panther, Garden of the Galaxy. Then Spider-Man Homecoming. Then I'm going to go with Valerian at four. And... Hmm, what well, I'm gonna go for five now. It's hard. There's so many <laughs> movies I could take for five now. I'm trying to think of what else. I seen. You know what? I'm gonna give five to probably the. Um, I'm gonna back it up and say Cap- Captain America. Which, I was which back one? And watched the first Captain America, and that was a great oh, movie.
1: Oh, the first one.
0: Yeah, yeah. all, yeah, all, all three the, are solid.
1: Yeah. No, all three were solid in that one. And yeah, but now the original, we actually watched that a few days ago, my wife and I, I think it was like a week or two ago and it, yeah, great movie. Uh, and uh, you know, it's really just, you know, I guess, you know, we, we've talked all about Marvel, right? We've talked about just how great they are. You know, I have not yet seen justice league. I'm weary, even though Joss Whedon did some, some recuts and whatnot, from what I've heard, like some reshoots and, and tried to re- redo the script a little bit, but I mean, do you feel you know DC can catch up to to Marvel by any chance, or is there is it or any way to make their movies better? I know like The Rock is supposed to have, uh, the, the one movie coming up. I think uh, I think it, and then is there anybody you know? Is there a way to make it better in your opinion? You've since you've watched so many of these
0: movies. From my opinion, I don't see them catching up with Marvel right now, but I feel like. They try to make DC too much comedy, like as my brother say. They try to make it too comedic. Like DC was more of a dark thing when you read the comics. So I feel like when they try to bring all like the joking and stuff into it, it's, that's not really what Superman and Batman is about. You know, the whole DC comic thing was like gritty and stuff, like especially with the Joker. You feel I me, mean? like? So that's one thing I think they could do is, you know, try to make it more serious because that's what really DC comic is, and you know, and I like like to see another Batman. Like I'm not a Ben Affleck fan of Batman. I'm a Ben Affleck fan, but not a Batman. You should be Batman. I don't see that.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah I agree I agree on that. When uh, we tried watching the Superman versus Batman movie, and it was okay, it was okay, but it wasn't necessarily. um, yeah, I know it's, things just didn't fit well with that. I thought Man of Steel was okay. The you know the, the first Superman film. I thought that was okay. Yeah. You know, but uh, but no, I, I agree. I mean, you take a look at you know, uh, you know Christopher Nolan with what he did with the Dark Knight series. You know, like you said, the darker tone I think is what hit. You know, and obviously they couldn't bring back Joker with you know with Heath Ledger, obviously due to that unfortunate yeah. uh, his um, to his death. But it's uh, but no, I I agree with you there. And and on that note too, kind of segue into this you're writing your own book now your own novel you have some family members involved in the project you know tell us what the premise is and then what the you know just your inspiration behind it all is
0: so me my brother and two of my sisters decided to come together and you know just write a book about our cousin who passed away and you know since i'm so into superhero things you know my brother decided, no, why not make it a superhero book? And I was just, we came up with a whole storyline about, you know, TJ and the middle land, which is going to be a great book to read. You know, it's going to be PG-13 for all the kids to read it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a great book, man, with a great storyline. And try to have it done within the next year. So,
1: That's, that's awesome, man. That's great to hear. And, you know, uh, you know, there's a couple more questions for you let you go here. Derek Tyndall, former Wisconsin Badgers cornerback here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Yeah, what I, I didn't get a chance to talk to you during the Orange Bowl, uh, for that matter, because I wasn't able to fly down to uh, beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Florida area, which I'm jealous of because I'm up here in Wisconsin and it's supposed to be 36 for Easter, uh, which is always <laughs> a great temperature. <laughs> but... You know what did it mean to you to you know go back into the you know the Fort Lauderdale Miami area and play you know uh, in the Orange Bowl uh, you know against Miami and, and you know and come out with a win to end your with you know Wisconsin playing career on a high note.
0: I mean, it felt great, man. I was able to do it in front of my family, in front of my friends, and all of them came out to support. Yeah, man. I just was happy to that I could. Go out there and show out, show out for them, really in my, in my whole career in front of the in front of the, um, my family in Miami. Yeah, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Awesome, awesome. And you know, Derek, what uh, from your point of view and from you know, having your you know, your teammates, uh, what should fans expect from not obviously we talked about the cornerbacks a little bit earlier, but what should fans expect from the two thousand eighteen Wisconsin Badgers?
0: Hey, man, same so thing they didn't expect the last year, they expect the championship. Uh, but unfortunately we can't make it so the boys are gonna put on for us. They ready. You know, with the receiver group coming back, they going to be, dy- you know, dynamic out there with a lot of new weapons. Got JT coming back in that backfield. Yeah, everybody know what he do. <laughs> you got book coming back for so the put-up numbers. It's going to be good. Hey, man, it's going to be a long, good season. Hey, hold up. Let me not forget to shout out my big old liners. Don't forget about them.
1: <laughs> yeah i know all five returning starters uh from last year and uh no it's uh, derek you know man it's, it's been great talking with you i've always enjoyed talking with you uh you know throughout your time at wisconsin especially you know this past season getting to know you better and uh all the best to you man and looking to hopefully keeping in touch with you and uh you know best of luck with all this pro with all the process of, uh, with the nfl thanks
0: man and one more thing I'm jonathan taylor yeah 2,000 yards next year
1: 2,000 yards next year. okay all right i'm putting you down for that i'm putting you down on
0: putting that. me down for it
1: <laughs> that wraps it up here on another edition of bucky's fifth podcast folks again big thanks to derek Tyndall stopping on the show to talk about his training, his love of Avengers, and his new novel that he's working, his new book—it's that's great to see as well. And uh, best of luck to him going forward in the NFL and beyond. As well as another big thanks to Ty Strickland. This is, like I said, this is a Sunshine State-based special edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. And thanks to Ty for taking time out earlier on Wednesday evening to speak with us about his commitment and what's ahead for him. So we have a little bit of former Badger. We have a little bit of future Badger. And, of course, back on Tuesday night, we discussed current Badgers with John Veldheis and what we've seen so far through two weeks of spring practice. So, yeah, it's been very busy here on Bucky's Fifth Quarter, on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. And make sure you guys please subscribe uh, to iTunes to... Google Play, listen in on TuneIn, give us ratings. Please let us know how we're doing. We got some feedback earlier this week. Just keep it coming. We want to make sure this is the most Badger-centric and the best quality podcast that you, the Wisconsin Badger fans, can listen to. So coming up, we may have one more episode this week. Drew Hom, the big roast, takes on the Final Four and makes his final predictions. We'll have that on Friday night into Saturday morning before those games start on that note, guys, follow us on Twitter, at B5Q, at b 5 q Tune in later this week. Tune in next week as well and uh, going forward as we break down more Wisconsin Badgers news, notes, analysis here on Bucky's Fifth Quarter and on Bucky's Fifth Podcast.